Welcome to the Hearts Entwined podcast. In this podcast, we'll be having discussions around the secrets which attract lasting, healthy, fulfilling relationships, creating a healthy mindset, and what women should know and understand about men. Introducing your host, Lynn Smith, the Queen of Hearts, relationship expert, trainer, speaker, and best-selling author of The Cupid's Bow Technique. Lynn's mission is to have a positive impact in reducing divorce, domestic violence, and suicide. Welcome to the Hearts Entwined podcast. This is your host, Lynn Smith, the Queen of Hearts. And today, listeners, I'm going to be discussing and talking about cheating and what are those signs, those red flags that could signal to you that your partner may be cheating. Now, these signs and uh, red flags aren't necessarily an indication of him definitely cheating or being a cheater, but combined with a lot of the other signs and signals, then obviously it could be a strong indicator. So I'm going to be going through seven different signs and red flags of what cheaters normally do. And this is because I've done a lot of work with clients who have been on the receiving end of a partner that's cheated on them. And this is what I've learned on the back of those conversations. So number one is he's told you that he's cheated before on a partner, you know, um, so he's actually let you know in no uncertain terms that he, he's done that. And people will usually reveal to you who they truly are. You know, a cheater will always not, or not always be a cheater. And that would be wrong to say because um, there are some instances where somebody could make a one-off mistake and then change uh, and never do it again. So um, I'm not saying that if somebody has cheated on a partner in the past, they're always going to do that. That's not fair for me to say. But, um, you know, if they have revealed that they've cheated on a previous partner or multiple partners before, then obviously that is a strong indication that um, he has done it and you should believe it. And maybe, you know, that could happen in your relationship. And, and I don't want to, as I say, get people too focused on looking for signs when there might not be any there, because if we start to do that, then obviously our behavior changes and we can actually end up creating something which we focused on, which wouldn't have necessarily happened if we hadn't done that. So, you know, use your discernment. But, you know, if he's actually said that he's cheated on a partner or multiple partners before, you know, that's that is something to bear in mind. If you're seeing signs and red flags now that could indicate that he's actually doing it to you. Uh, number two. So when you question him, he starts to make you doubt yourself. You know, he makes turns things around and makes you think that, you know, you're the one that's being unreasonable and insecure when actually, you know, there are some signs or some symptoms that, or some behaviours that you want clarification of. And he's just, you know, being quite defensive and flipping the conversation around and, making you feel like, you know, it's something that's your problem when actually all you're doing is, is asking him a normal, straightforward question and he's, he's sort of evading 
what it is you're asking him about and not necessarily giving you uh, any reason to feel any more secure. So number three is he's more private with his phone. So, you know, this is a bit more of an obvious one, isn't it? If somebody's being very private around their phone and um, not leaving the phone around, they're, they're quite protective of it and walk out the room when they have a text come in or, you know, um, go outside for a drive on the back of a, a text or something like that without explanation, then obviously that could be a sign that there's cheating or there's um, a reason to at least have a conversation <laughs> around why that behaviour is happening. Uh, number four is he might be a lot more argumentative and um, provoking you in some ways um, and wanting to blame you for um, instigating those arguments when actually, you know, it's full well, it's not you that's instigating those arguments, it's him, um, you know, because he's trying to justify why he might want to cheat on you because you're this person that's, you know, uh, not easy to be around and, and there's always drama. So if he's causing arguments and blaming and provoking, then that could also be a big red flag and sign that he may be cheating. So on to number five, there's little or no intimacy in a way you were more physical. So if there's, if there's been a lot of changes in terms of how much intimacy you're experiencing in your relationship, where once there was quite a lot of intimacy, there's less intimacy, there's more physical distance um, and less cuddling and touching and a reluctance to touch. This again could be a sign, symptom of the fact that he's actually getting that connection somewhere else. Um, now on its own, sometimes, you know, men do withdraw for other reasons. There might be health issues, there might be stress at work, but, you know, just know that if there's, um, you know, multiple reasons that you're thinking that, the, you know, they could be cheating and, and a lot of ticks are being ticked against some of these signs and symptoms along with other things, then, um, you know, the more ticks and red flags that you're actually seeing for yourself, then obviously the more likely that the, the case could be that you, you uh, are correct in your assessment. And number six is um, a change in his personal hygiene or grooming routines and behaviours. You know, is he taking more showers? Is he taking more care of himself, but not necessarily for you, you know, for your benefit, taking you out? Um, is he ha having a lot more haircuts than usual, shaving more than usual, putting on the, the <laughs> aftershave more often? Um but not necessarily, as I say, in preparation to taking you out and wanting and dining and uh, wanting to have more romantic and intimate time with yourself. So, you know, these, these signs and symptoms are quite often things that sometimes we choose to ignore on the back of feeling like we might be being a bit uh, paranoid or, you know, delusional, but you know, once you start seeing a lot of these things regularly adding up, then obviously 
there is a reason to have a conversation around what you're noticing and and don't believe for one minute that it's it's just you and it's it's you that's uh, creating this and it's all in your head when you actually know that things have changed and you know you are definitely seeing a lot of these signs and symptoms then number seven is trust your intuition you know know that if you are seeing a lot of these red flags that honestly your gut is 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 is, is flagging up those concerns in your head for a reason and it's not just in your head you know it it is your intuition and your gut speaking to you and it might only be speaking to you in a quiet voice but you know that you can trust that niggle you know if that niggle is there trust it and know that you really need to have a conversation and it's not a case of you wanting to be argumentative or you know um rock the boat but sometimes we do need to be brave enough to rock the boat um because if this is happening to you then something's got to change you know otherwise more resentments get built up and then it becomes a, a bigger deal than it needs to be so you know sometimes as i say this that some people just make a mistake and they have a one-off slip up in their relationships and they won't ever do it again so it is something sometimes that is salvageable in relationships relationships can be turned around on the back of infidelity and made stronger so it's not the end of the world for some relationships but for other relationships it's a sign that you know what this is behavior that's unacceptable um and you know i deserve better so it's always a good idea to as i say listen to that niggle and trust your intuition on this and be prepared to rock the boat if necessary because you know it's your health and well-being at the end of the day and you don't want to be treated like a fool or treat, treated like somebody that um is is irrational so that being said if any of this resonated with you there are obviously ways that we can sort this out deal with it turn things around and whether that's with or without your partner going forward then trust that it's for your highest good you know it might be painful in the moment but we've all been through pain of some sort usually on the back of previous hurts in relationships and all our future relationships can benefit on the back of that pain because we've learned what works for us and what doesn't so if this resonated for you if this has been useful to you and you'd like more help guidance and information on how to turn things around to make sure your relationship whether that's your current relationship your or your future relationships improve and um become more intimate become more healthy in the future then don't hesitate to get in touch i'm here for you i want to serve you and i want to give you always my best attention and value so on that note if you would like to get in touch you can do so through my email which is lynn@hearts-entwined.com i'm always here and happy to help so until next time remember that true love starts with opening up 
opening our hearts. And until next time, goodbye for now. Thanks for listening to the Hearts Entwined podcast. You can follow Lynn via the Facebook group Two Hearts Entwined or search Lynn Smith, inspirational speaker at LinkedIn or email lynn at hearts-entwined.com. That's L-Y-N at hearts-entwined.com. Remember, true love starts with opening our hearts.